Do you remember when you first met your best friend? New friendships are almost always scary or awkward at first. What do you talk about? What do they think of you? But the more you spend time together, the more comfortable you get. You learn the little details about each other that make up who you are, like your favorite drink at Starbucks, your feelings about your family, and the movies that never fail to make you cry. <laughs> friends get upgraded to best friends as you stick by each other when life gets hard. Whether they were there for you when you went through loss, were honest with you when in a conflict, or didn't give up when you were being less than fun to be around, best friends often grow closer and deeper in the stressful moments of life. It's in these moments that our truest, rawest selves are revealed, and our decisions to keep talking with our friends, even when it's uncomfortable, develop trust in the relationship. This kind of friendship is what God wants with us. He wants to talk, to share little details with each other, and to stick by each other when life gets hard. He persists with us and he hopes we'll persist with him. To him, this is what it means to pray. In the Bible, Jesus has a friendship with God like no other. There are so many scriptures throughout the New Testament that describe Jesus's relationship with God as close, intimate, and deep. John 1 verse 18 is a good one if you wanna check it out. He regularly spends time praying both alone and with others, pouring his heart out in sorrow and expressing joy and gratitude. No matter what is going on in his life, he's always talking to God. Jesus's prayer life inspires his disciples who decide they wanna learn how to talk to God like he does. Luke 11 verse one. Once Jesus was in a certain place praying. As he finished, one of his disciples came to him and said, Lord, teach us to pray, just as John taught his disciples. If you were asking this question, what kind of answer would you be expecting from Jesus? Would you think he'd say to list out all your sins or pray for something big like world peace? Or maybe you'd expect him to give you a specific formula or script to follow. Jesus does give some practicals in the next few verses, but then he goes on to teach them about prayer in perhaps an unexpected way by telling them a story about friendship. Luke 11, verse five to seven. Then teaching them more about prayer, he used this story. Suppose you went to a friend's house at midnight wanting to borrow three loaves of bread. You say to him, a friend of mine has just arrived for a visit and I have nothing for him to eat. And suppose he calls out from his bedroom, don't bother me, the door is locked for the night and my family and I are all in bed, I can't help you. Let's take a second to look at each perspective in this story. Imagine you're the person asking for help. Something unexpected happens in the middle of the night and you need help. The first thing you can think of is getting your best friend. On your walk over to their house, you might be feeling a little insecure. What if they get mad at you for waking them up? Is this need you have really that important? Should you just deal with it yourself? But ultimately, you decide to ask anyway because you feel secure enough in the friendship to know that they care. You knock on their door and ask them for help. Now imagine you're the other friend for a minute. It's been a long day and you finally settle down to sleep, but you startle awake at the sound of knocking. Huh? You're tempted to ignore it at first. After all, who could be knocking at your door at this hour? You try to go back to sleep, but the knocking won't stop. Is someone breaking in? What kind of emergency is happening? Then you recognize the sound of a friend's voice. Half asleep, you tell them to come back later. But the knocking persists. Recognizing that they must really be in need, you decide to get up and help them. 
Luke 11, verse 8. But I tell you this, though he won't do it for friendship's sake, if you keep knocking long enough, he will get up and give you whatever you need because of your shameless persistence. What can we learn from this? Friendships are built on persistence. No matter the insecurity, conflict, or mistake, persistence overcomes all of them. This is the kind of friendship God wants to have with us. He persists with us, and He wants us to trust Him enough to persist with Him. Luke 11, verse 9 to 11 and 13. And so I tell you, keep on asking, and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking, and you will find. Keep on knocking, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. Everyone who seeks, finds. And to everyone who knocks, the door will be opened. You fathers, if your children ask for a fish, do you give them a snake instead? So if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? In the story of the two friends, we can imagine that we are the friend needing help, and God is the friend we ask help from. Jesus makes it clear that when we keep coming to God, when we keep on asking, keep on seeking, knocking, and talking to Him, that God wants to meet our needs. We might be angry, upset, confused, guilty, afraid, but what God wants is for us to keep talking with Him because this is what builds trust and brings us closer as friends. To help us understand this parable even more clearly, we thought we would go ahead and call up one of our friends. Scott Mawala is one of our Deep Spirituality contributors who recently wrote a devotional about this parable for us. Let's go ahead and give him a call. We know he'll answer any time of the day or night. Hello? Hey, Scott. It's the Deep Spirituality Podcast team. Hey, what's going on? Well, we're in the middle of a podcast recording about the parable of the persistent friend, and we know you wrote a devotional about this story. So we wanted to see if you have any insight from it about how to make God our friend. You know, I actually love that parable because it reminds me of something that happened to me once. I remember being sound asleep one night when I was suddenly jolted awake by my loud ringtone playing Keep Your Head Up by Tupac. When I answered, I heard a friend of mine crying on the other side of the phone. I quickly asked him what was happening and if he was okay. His voice was quiet and a little shaken as he told me his father had suddenly died. I instantly felt his grief, his sadness and his fear. Once I got off the phone, I cried for him. I was overwhelmed with my own sadness and fear. I remember getting on my knees and asking God to help my friend in his time of need and to help me handle my own emotions about what had happened to him. You know, one of the things I realized is that this is the kind of friend God is with us. When we come to God, when we cry out to him, he feels all of our emotions with us and wants to be there for us. There is no prayer that is too inconvenient or too overwhelming to God. He's our friend, and he wants to be there for us when we need it. You know, when I remember this, it helps me to want to be a better friend to the people around me. Hey, thanks, Scott. It helps to have a visual of the kind of friend God wants to be for us. Anytime. Happy to help out. That wraps up the story for today. If you like what you heard, make sure to subscribe and leave us a nice review. 
Have any questions or stories you want to hear? Drop us a line at podcast at deepspirituality.com. 